0: It's on. Oh, <laughs> yep. We got it. That's back. That was better than last week. Everybody knows about last week's episode if they've seen it already. I tried to open up a, um, a bottle with a bottle opener as, as the It's On. Oh. It, oh yeah, no, it, it did no, it, it did not, not go. Well. <laughs> it was not on to say the least. The it bottle was cap, in fact
1: off. It was.
0: It was very. No, off. or
1: was it still on? No, the
0: well. I mean, after I got done with it, the bottle cap was still like slightly on. Oh. I'm just, it, it it was just a bad. It was just bad. So. But anyways, everybody, what is going on? This is, once again, another installment. This is the 41st installment of The Covert Show. We had the big 4-0 last week. The 40th birthday, if you will, even though we've only been doing this for two years. But at the same time, we've took a little bit of a hiatus, so it's pretty much a year and a half, but we're still on season two. And as you guys have probably heard already, you no, know, Kenneth Wexler, a.k.a. Dr. Jack, a.k.a. my best friend, did not switched switched hormones. He is now he he's still Kenny, he's still Dr. Jack. We got a special guest on. And as I take a sip of my bear hug. A different little little bear hug today. We got the hazy IPA. We're hunting in the morning, so we're taking a little bit of a slow instead of having a lot of fun as we usually do on the podcast. And as she takes a sip of her muscatel because she decided she wanted to drink some wine tonight. We're joined by my girlfriend aka Audrey Chambers aka my other best friend aka she she is excited to be here. Right?
1: So excited.
0: So excited. This is your first podcast. Yes it is. This is her first, ladies and gentlemen. So she has experienced the covert show in full with JC. And she experienced the whole opening of the can at the beginning. She hadn't experienced it with me doing the full intro. And she she's seen the soundboard before that we've got, that we borrow from work all the time, because apparently I'm too broke and poor and can't afford my own, because it's true. But nonetheless, Audrey is here. My girlfriend is here. And we are doing this in a very special place for a little bit of a side story here. We're doing this in our new place, in Indianola. So the office is not set up yet, and I teased last week that I would set up the office, and I would show you guys on the good old Instagram, but it's not set up yet. So me and Audrey are just chilling. We moved her broken recliner into the office, and so we're both sitting in comfy chairs. When we say
1: broken, it's broken together. The back will not come off the bottom of the chair, so it's quite literally broken to where now it will not come apart.
0: Yeah, it's one of those Lazy Boy loungers that we're like, as you can pull it apart, no, it's completely like stuck.
1: Broken together.
0: Yes. Did I just say stucked? Yep. I don't think that's that's language. You're
1: so, trying your best. <coughs>
0: I know. Too many bear hugs already, and I've only had two sips. <laughs> but, so, Audrey is joining us today, which I'm excited about, because her and I have always talked about trying to start our own show, and we just never have, because we just have not had the capabilities to, which in the near future with this, with everything... We should have the capabilities to, maybe soon. I don't know how soon, but maybe soon. So we'll figure that out as we go. But I want to jump into this real quick because she bore witness, Baird, bored, born. No, no, not born. You born did not witness. born anything. No, it's. Mm. I thought it was bore. I don't know.
1: Bore witness. Yeah. Yes. B o r e.
0: So I talked about it last week. How the season finale of the good old H O. TD aka The House of the Dragon season finale was last week and somebody got to watch it for the first time even though all of her family watches it and she what what I don't know what is going on she's she's taking oh okay so now she decides so we started this before and I asked her if she needed to go and so now well yeah, basically, so, as we do that, season 10, or season 1 of House of the Dragon is officially done, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 10 was last week, and boy, was it a doozy. Holy cow. I mean, from start to finish, I was on the edge of my seat. I was laughing, enjoying every bit of just the the badassery that was going on in that show. And also, another side note, we got the Bucks and the Ravens Thursday night football game, as this is recorded on Thursday night, October 27th. But we got that going on. But the House of the Dragon, it, it finished epically. And we have to wait another year and a freaking half for this to come out for season two. And we still have to wait for Snow to come out, which is the spinoff of Jon Snow building off of everything after the war and after the wall and after everything. But no, if you haven't seen... The tenth episode. There might be a couple of spoilers in here, so we're going to throw the spoiler alert here. So if you want this, skip to probably skip to about ten minutes, ten minutes ish. The, the I'm going to give a couple of spoilers here, and for the people who haven't seen House of the Dragon, because it's been out for uh for a freaking week now. About it came oh, out no, on Sunday. Wait, Sunday. Well, people should have seen it now. It's Thursday. So, it's anyways, yeah, in I came back. Yes, she came back. So, I, I got to ask a question. Yeah. Did you enjoy your first Game of Thrones anything universe episode?
1: More than I thought I would. Really? Yeah, I didn't understand a lot of go- what was going on.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Found the end a little predictable. Like, I guessed what was going to happen.
0: You, and Again, spoiler alert, you guessed that the dragon was going to kill him?
1: Yes. I literally said that when we were watching it.
0: Oh, I got so zoned in, I didn't hear. It.
1: <laughs> it was a little predictable. Um, once that scene started, I didn't predict it like beginning of the episode. Oh once yeah. Once that scene started, I, I literally <laughs> said, "Oh, the kid's gonna die."
0: I see. I I was I was hoping that the benefit of the doubt because so how you don't
1: set up a scene like that, and especially the end of a season without some huge emotional distraught like that to get um. people hooked into the next season. Fair
0: enough, and most as everybody knows in the Game of Thrones universe, it wasn't the Targaryens that actually, well, technically it was a Targaryen, but it, it wasn't was. the Targaryens that started the civil war of the house going in with the greens. So, but no, it w- did you like the action that was in it? Did you like did you like the story that was in it? For not understanding yeah. it anyways.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could watch, I mean, the entire series, like go back and watch of watch of Watch it. Yeah. Watch the entire um what's the original series Game called? Game of Thrones. It was like the Dragon Show, Dragon Tales.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw so many memes about that before. Um
1: I I just don't think I'd have a lot of interest in it still. But from what I did watch, yeah, it, from a viewer that's never seen it before, that last episode did have me hooked and gave me enough information to where I could understand relationships enough to get me through that episode.
0: Mm-hmm. So, well, oh, yeah, and, I enjoyed it, and I I did try to explain it as best I could without giving away everything in case you wanted to go. Yeah, but no. So season ten or season I keep saying season, season ten because I'm thinking of yeah. So season one ends on a on a massive cliffhanger. The Civil War is about to start. Season two takes place. It it goes all the way through. Um, it goes through the storm, or the stormlands. It goes through um the north and house stark like i mean season two is set for a lot of just good shit if you're a game of thrones fan like me mm-hmm. um i mean it's there there's gonna be a lot of battles and everybody was thinking that there's a i forget it start the word starts with a p but there there's a, the, the, a word that game of thrones uses on their ninth episode that everybody describes the ninth episode of the season is like this super super badass episode Um, season six it was Battle of the Bastards season one it was the Sept of Baelor where Ned Stark gets his head cut off I mean there was a and spoiler alert again sorry I I always hate this but I feel like everybody's gonna I I
1: don't know
0: it's hard to talk about TV shows sometimes
1: yeah but that one's been out long Mm -hmm. enough
0: so but and as we sit here speaking of that so watch Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon if you want to I will continue to do so I'm excited for Jon Snow we just saw a commercial here on the good old football game that had uh, a Banshee from Avatar.
1: Oh, yeah, the new Avatar movie is coming out. Yeah,
0: it's coming out. Our roommate, is that a Christmas movie? I think so, yeah. That'd be cool. Our roommate Lucy is a big fan of the Avatar movies. Yeah, Her has. and I want to re-watch the entire, entire movie. <laughs> I think it'll be good. I think James Cameron coming back with a whole sequel on that. I think they're taking it on a whole new series. They're going into water and trying to focus more on the ocean yeah. side of Pandora. So, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a little bit better. or Well, I feel like it's going to be a lot different. It's going to be the same concept of it's probably going to be a civil war or something going on on the planet. But
1: I'm interested to see how good a sequel will be for a movie that is known for being... Historically, now one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, hold the mic just Is a, touch it a little closer. Far away? Yeah, it's okay. cutting out. Just a, there it's you like go. It's like when um, I get mics for marching band, and the band directors always yell at me because I don't have it close enough to my face.
0: Yeah, sometimes you're a little.
1: You're I'm a quiet person on microphone. On and microphone, I'm very loud outside of it.
0: So, Avatar's coming out. Black Panther's coming out, the newest one. Did you
1: notice the mac and cheese I made you tonight was Black Panther macaroni shapes?
0: Uh, I was starving. No, Um, I did not. No. no. I I know the dinosaur nuggets (laughs) were there. Spoiler (laughs) alert. We had Between the
1: unicorn-shaped mac and cheese or the um, Black Panther-shaped mac and cheese, and I went with the Black Panther-shaped.
0: As a roommate and a boyfriend, you should know me. Unicorn all day long on the mac and cheese.
1: Do you think... That shaped mac and cheese tastes different slash better than regular shaped mac and cheese?
0: I'm going to go with a hot take. Hell no. Oh, my God. I don't think it tastes different at all. It's just mac and cheese. It How tastes so
1: different to me. And I literally will only buy the cartoon shaped ones now.
0: Okay, so here, we're going to put a poll out. This but is But you be have a,
1: a lot of food hot takes that I do not agree with.
0: Throw them at me. Let's go.
1: So, I mean, everyone's up to their own opinions, even if they're wrong, like you, and not liking ranch. Okay, fair. So, whatever. Wrong opinions are still valid opinions. You don't like ranch. The opinion I'm not willing to take from you is that you think all ranch tastes the same.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's going to be the hottest take on here. That's going to be
1: the hottest take that you've ever had. (laughs) Well. I've never, ever met a person before that said, all ranch tastes the same. Even people that don't like ranch, I've never heard one say, oh, yeah, they all taste the same. So you have some messed up taste buds.
0: Yeah, I probably do. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I forgot what we were talking about beforehand. Avatar?
0: Black uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther Mac and Cheese got us hooked yeah. on that. Because apparently she thinks that, oh, please don't tell me that that's Fournette. That they're is not, thank God. <laughs> yeah, they're tied now. So if you're watching the Ravens game, which you should be done watching the Ravens game, oh, that was Fournette, is it over? I think. No, but by the time this podcast is done, they will be. Oh,
1: okay. Was that Fournette? Yeah. Okay.
0: But, oh, no, that was White. Thank God. Okay, so I also, side note, benched Fournette on my fantasy team this week just because he has been a little inconsistent, and so far at the beginning of the game, he had eight points. So, Nick's moving a little slow with that, and then White once again up the gut. So, but we are... Excited for the Black Panther one. I I'm excited to see how they do the spinoff without Chadwick. I,
1: mean, I don't know if excited would be the right word. I'm interested. I'm not excited that Chad's dead.
0: Well, obviously not. But I'm excited I'm to see intrigued. how if they can grow and just and how that's gonna go. Because I
1: mean, you have to do that sometimes. Oh yeah. You can't stop death, and so mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how those other shows have to take that into account. Like obviously Black Panther, Jurassic um, Park lee and cory monteith enough. died i remember where i was the day cory monteith died
0: oh boy where was that
1: i was in chicago it was the day after my one direction concert
0: oh boy there we go for all the yeah. music fans we got the one direction album uh, drop
1: or the dad in riverdale
0: oh, oh yeah that was huge too and they killed him off lo- in the show
1: i think no he just died i don't think they like killed him he just died maybe the same thing that he died in real life cancer i think uh, like come at me if i'm wrong but
0: i can't remember i know he was, he was shot in, in Riverdale. Lot of stuff he was and he was in a lot of i think it was what 90210 or something like that when he was younger he was in a, he uh, was, I was in a um i'm
1: uh, going to trust you. i'm not too sure
0: i forget he was in a lot of good, or he was in a couple of good shows when he was like younger as an actor yeah. but no that does happen and i mean that that is a shitty situation to get put in one on the side of the family but two also the, like the side of the directors cuz it's like okay well
1: how do you honor how, this yeah, actual d- person's yeah. death but still carry canonically on. write them out of a story?
0: Exactly. And just carry on with the franchise as well because Marvel is such a big thing where you have to try to keep it as historically correct to keep as it, possible.
1: Yeah, canon. And yeah. like, I mean, that would be something to get my dad's opinion about because mm-hmm. if for everyone listening, my dad is one of the biggest comic book nerds you'll ever meet. He is. And so I grew up learning a lot about Marvel and all this stuff. So I could be like, hey, dad, canonically what would happen that's with this super... word. Canon? Have you never heard Canonical of stuff? Canonically,
0: be- no. I'm I've heard of Canon cameras and like a Canon that you, you know, shoot lead out of at people. No, so
1: maybe I'm just on weirder parts <laughs> of the internet. And so a lot of times... <laughs> you are. When they're talking about like books and stuff, I know I <laughs> see this a lot. I'm not a huge Twilight person, but they use it for like Twilight, Hunger Games. They talk about stuff being canon, and that's like true to the original writing, true to what the Roth- rother, author wrote... And what the author intended. Mm-hmm. So when it's something is canon, it is true to the original series, true to what has actually happened and what would happen in that world, huh. not something a fan or <coughs> someone took creative liberty mm. to create. So gotcha. Canon equal to canonically. Gotcha. So that's what I mean by that.
0: I was just gonna say I'd never really heard really heard that word used in that before granted I'm not the smartest and most literate person she can attest to it the guys I work with attest to it JC can attest to it anybody that's listening to this podcast <laughs> can attest to it but yeah so big word of the day okay word of the day toilet paper check on the podcast yeah. so black Panthers coming out um there's a bunch of other movies that are getting ready to come out we'll kind of go through those as we as I we think get I've through been
1: super excited for it. It's it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. I mean, I still want to see Don't Worry Darling. Like, that was the one movie this summer. I mean, Elvis. Yeah. But after Elvis, this was the next one I've been super excited for but haven't seen.
0: And that was the Florence Pugh, Harry Styles movie, correct? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, I've seen some stuff on that. The one thing that I was most excited for. And it was, Pugh. Well, <laughs> Florence yeah. Pugh. Wow. Yeah. But at the same time, the Harry one thing. Style. Okay. No. Yeah. The one thing that I was super excited for, and I texted her about this today, because it came out on October twenty sixth, which was yesterday, but October twenty sixth for the day. Oh. S-
1: Star Wars, (laughs) Wars, Tales
0: of the Jedi, we get to go back to the Count Dooku Tales, we get to go back to Ahsoka, there's been so many things on TikTok and Twitter that I've seen already and it's pissed me off, but I'm still going to watch it, six episodes and it's coming out and it's there too. Also, I've seen a lot of people talk about this, there's a movie called like Barbarian or something out, it's like a horror film.
1: No clue.
0: I haven't seen anything about it. The only
1: thing that I have close to that would be like, Woman King.
0: Yeah, I guess, Woman King. That's, Which, I
1: mean, that's got Viola Davis in it.
0: Yeah. But, like, this Barbarian one, it's a horror movie, and there was, like, a couple of scenes that I saw from TikTok, but a lot of people are, like, praising it. So, I I guess we're, I'm the big movie watcher in the relationship. She watches yeah. movies, but it doesn't really, like, Jordan Peele you love, and I've talked about I Jordan Peele on the podcast Jordan before. Peele. Yeah, she's a big Jordan Peele person. Those
1: movies have my jaw on the floor.
0: yeah. But she's also, she can deal with a little bit more horror than I can.
1: Uh, to, to an horror, extent. Horror? What type of horror do you mean? Like, well, gore mean, or
0: psychological? Okay, so she's more, she can't deal with gore. She's not a big, well. That's my job. Well, yeah, but I mean, like.
1: <laughs> for those of you who don't know when I say that, I'm in school for surgery yeah. technology. So the inside of the human body is literally what I deal with on a day-to-day basis.
0: Yeah, but gory movies and movies that have a lot of shooting, especially when you're trying to sleep. I, that, I mean, no that for you, one
1: that's. So have gunshots infiltrate infiltrate their dreams
0: I've had it before I've been fine I don't
1: like it I'm scared of all that kind of (laughs) stuff (laughs)
0: there was one night where I was watching The Witcher and she would fallen asleep and all of a sudden it was the scene with the big banshee screaming monster and she wakes up because I had just fallen asleep for two seconds and I woke up like oh shit looked over at her and she's just what was that and I was like nothing I
1: also have very like vivid
0: yeah she does
1: and, like, sometimes in my dreams, I can't separate dream from reality. And so gunshots and that really screw me up when I'm asleep. Yeah, fair enough. I think you also, speaking of Game of Thrones, was I asleep when Battle of the Bastards was on? And that really freaked me out in my sleep as well.
0: Oh, yeah. There was at one point where I think we were either at I my was, house in Omaha or it was... No, my old
1: apartment on the couch.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was watching Game of Thrones and you came in. And then I fell asleep. Yeah, Battle of the Bastards, one of the best cinematic fights in history. And she goes, there's so many people screaming and everything. And I'm like, what do you expect? It's a mountain of people. But I was trying to... Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> moving on from our little tirades here. So, like we said, we're both kind of TV people. Or, well, I'm more of like the whole TV. You You watch shows...
1: But I just repeat the same four shows, and then, yeah. and then every sh- once in a while I'll throw in a new show.
0: Yeah. You're watching The Watcher. I am. How
1: is that? It's really good. Um, I'm really big into true crime, and so it pulls from a lot of different cases. You, did you have, you watched any of it with me?
0: I've watched like two episodes and then part of the season finale. So. Or the series finale, I guess.
1: If you're a huge true crime person, you have probably heard of The Watcher before. Um, It's loosely based on the idea of this true crime case where a family moved into this house, and I think in, like, New Jersey, um, and they just randomly got a couple of letters talking about how they're watching them.
0: Fair, yeah, pretty much. Done, done. Yeah, done. That's the title. It's, that's pretty much. <laughs>
1: um, uh, and, sorry, I'm not processing my thoughts very well right now.
0: And they're trying to figure out, who, to figure out who it is. It but is, in yeah. the
1: true crime case, they only got, like, two letters in and said, fuck this, I'm out. Which yeah. is exactly what I would have done. But you weren't here for the other night. You, ca- you, the
0: you can't say fuck on me. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, can, I can barely hear you when you I was Oh, my gosh. Um, the look on her face was priceless because Kenny, I told Kenny when he came on, he goes, do I have to watch my mouth? I said, no, I'll tell no. JC that we'll make it explicit. He goes,
1: did you guys watch your mouth before that?
0: Oh hell no! We've said oh, okay. we've said the four-letter word on here before. We have we have no filter on this show. Okay. I mean, we talked about. I want to get back uh, to the true crime. Okay, get back to the true crime. <laughs> this you gotta go on segways.
1: Well, I wanna. I lose thoughts.
0: I she does. They're
1: little butterflies. They will fly away, oh. but they're there for a moment, and then Can't, they. Fly okay, off. get your
0: butterflies back <laughs> in its in its house here.
1: Um, but they had another case. Like they drew in from another case and put it into the show. Hmm. And this case really, really kind of screwed me up when I first listened to it. Mm -hmm. So, basically, this was like back in the maybe early 1900s. (coughs) This family, I think of five, husband, wife, two kids, and the husband's mom, all lived in this huge house, like 16-bedroom house. Holy shit. Massive. And they had to take out a loan and all that because this house was so huge. And they didn't know the husband couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Because this is back in the day where women usually didn't work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and he ended up losing his job. But he couldn't tell his family that. That would be too big of a disgrace. Oh, yeah. So, instead of going to work every day, he, he would still leave the house and go sit at the train station and read a newspaper for eight hours. Oof. And then come back. And it and that got... That
0: newspaper probably cost 25 cents.
1: Yeah, you know, he spent... <laughs> And I think he was draining his mother's bank account to, like, fake his way through all of this Aww. and pay for everything. But um, he ended up calling his kids out of school, saying, hey, we're going to go visit some relatives out of town for, like, a month or two. Back Kay. in the 1900s, I guess it was, like, okay to do that. Um, shot his entire family. Oh. Shot his entire family. Wow. Not himself, though. So it's not a whole family. It was a family annihilation, but it wasn't family oh. annihilation, uh, family annihilation suicide. Ooh. I th- wanna I don't know if I'm right with this, but he like wrapped them all up in rugs, turned music on, turned lights on, ripped his face out of every single family photo and booked it.
0: Oh. Because this
1: was a time before internet, before fingerprints through all that. So without his photo in any of the family's photos,
0: no one really No knew. one knew what he looked
1: like like In actuality, people could be like, yeah, you know, he had blonde hair, blue eyes. But there was no physical picture proof of it. So he got away with a full four murders for about 40, 50 years. And then he was randomly caught because um, he changed his name, remarried. And some FBI investigator um, ended up making a sketch of him. Down to the glasses, the FBI, like, drawer... You guys, yeah, he's older. I bet he'd have glasses by now. Somehow had the exact same frame that this guy actually had (laughs) in real life. And his neighbor was like, oh, that's him. And so he ended up getting caught 40, 50 years later. And they incorporated that case into the Watcher as well.
0: Okay, I'm going to say this right now. Holy shit, like... Yeah. Think about that man. That man has been sitting at that uh, his computer and shit looking at that and saying, "Okay, this case is going nowhere, but I'm going to sketch this whole thing out." But nobody in their right mind thought to go to like neighbors or friends or other family and say, "Hey, do you have a picture of him?"
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, you got to remember how long ago I did, it was. I know. I, I don't did. remember what part of the 90s, like 1900s it was, but it was earlier.
0: In some cases, I I truly I thank God for the I justice mean, system that we have realize, now, that, but um, still, like...
1: Eyewitnesses are one of the worst things to go off of.
0: No, I'm talking about, like, other family that has had yeah, pictures of, like, photo albums, and... Maybe
1: they just didn't have them in photos.
0: That man got lucky as hell. And I feel yeah. bad for his family, and I feel oh, bad yeah. for the whole situation, but holy shit, that man...
1: It's in, Those kind of stories are insane, so... Also,
0: think of the quick thinking on his part. I'm gonna just... Yeah, just... Bang, 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 sh- and then...
1: Rip all of his pictures out and leave.
0: Could you imagine the time that that took? Like, I, I don't want to try to give this guy props, but, I mean, he, he was he was sitting there doing a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, all because he didn't want to admit to his family that he didn't have a job. I think when he got caught, he said, oh, this was their only way to get into heaven, because being broke was how you, not how you could get into heaven. Like I said, I don't think that might be exactly the wording, but that was... How he justified it to himself.
0: Well, this isn't Egypt. You don't get judged by the scales of what you have. Yeah, it's insane. Well, okay. So Audrey likes to come in and just drop massive murder bombs on us. I'm
1: a huge true crime person. <laughs> she is.
0: She loves true crime, and I do I too. I would say
1: love. I don't think saying you love true crime is appropriate to say. Why? Because you shouldn't love someone else dying. Or, like... You can find it interesting. I find it interesting and captivating and that's also because, you know, I have worst case scenario thinking. So I like to learn about like why people do the things they do and Fair how enough. to pick up on it to protect myself and other people.
0: Fair enough. So well. I don't
1: think loving true crime is an appropriate thing to say and that might just me be being really soft. I, I do not say think you should soft. I don't think you should love something that has caused so many people so much pain, but you can still find it interesting and captivating.
0: Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, because I mean, we're we're taking a whole. And I texted JC about this the other night or last night, I guess. We were going to take this in a whole one eighty note because I had no clue where this podcast was going to go. Because I thought it was going to be fun. Because we will get to sports here as well. Oh, because uh, I would we're like not her, having fun. No, I am. Having, <laughs> we're not having fun. This is fun. Fun. <laughs> but you hit it into the water.
1: <laughs>
0: but so. Because we are going to talk about sports. Because I, w- I want some of her NFL opinion. Because she's a Packers fan. And we'll get to this later. She's a Packers fan. We have the whole freaking NFC North sitting Never on the podcast.
1: I would see a day yeah. where I was embarrassed to be a
0: Packers fan. Well, we'll get there. Being embarrassed as a sports fan comes with a lot. Uh,
1: I mean, you're a Broncos and Nebraska fan. You, you know they know. And a
0: Cubs fan and a Royals fan. And you know what? They all get <sighs> The Bucks <embarrassed>. are losing.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: The Bucks. I would.
1: I want to bring that up as a discussion topic later.
0: Okay. Please. My
1: theory with Tom Brady and Giselle.
0: Okay, well, we'll get there. Yeah. Well, no, we're, we're not going to fast-track this. No, but I, w- <coughs> I want to bring up yeah. my theories there. How is your Moscato?
1: It's good. I it's mean, good. it's the only wine I'll drink. It's still yeah. not my favorite thing ever, but...
0: Because you're... So, her... I just...
1: I'm not a big drinker in general.
0: No. Her her tastes kind of go off the board a little bit. So, she she likes her Twisted Teas, her Moscatos, or, well, just Moscato, and then... um. Crown Apple and Sprite is pretty much your your go to. Otherwise, Saints and Sinners. You can
1: Saints and Sinners, but you know what I found really sad about that.
0: Sometimes the straw isn't big enough.
1: No, it's just, <laughs> it it freezes. Does it really? That's how little. I mean, I knew it was only. It's no, like only. It's twenty four proof, so it's like twelve percent, super low. But it freezes.
0: I didn't know that. That was hard. that would be oh.
1: As a slushy
0: With apple cider? <gasps> well, the, yeah. The toilet but, would hate um, us in the morning, but oh my lord, that would be awesome.
1: But I just realized, like, how, I shouldn't be upset how little alcohol is in something, but it's so little that it freezes.
0: Uh, to be honest, I had no clue, and that kind of astonishes me. I just
1: found out last week, because Lucy still had a bottle, and that's why it's in the fridge now, not in the freezer, because it froze in the freezer. Huh.
0: Interesting. Okay. So, note to self, if you're trying to steal alcohol from your parents and it's saints and sinners, you can't do it. Not saying that you should steal alcohol from your parents. I mean, all teenagers did it. Do it. Did you? No, actually. Well, I shouldn't say, okay, so then my all teenagers goes out the window. I was actually one of those where, like, it was more like trying to be a responsible person with it. Mm -hmm. So, the, the early age may or may not have come up, but at the same time, it's just like, I, I feel like if you're going to drink responsibly, and yes, at some points it is against the law, but if you, in my opinion, if you can go fight across overseas on your own free will, I think the drinking age is a little BS. But then again, also the development of the brain and everything. But, but no, I did not steal alcohol from my parents. Fun fact. I've, I've heard a story from good old Josh Wolf. He's a comedian, and he talked about how he stole alcohol from his parents and he tried to ferment uh, apple juice out on the. Oh my
1: god! I feel like I've heard this.
0: And he put it back in his dad's whiskey bottle. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and his son Nasty. tried. To, his son tried to steal vodka from him, and he walked down. And this is one of his skits. He walked down and confronted his son, and he goes, "Hey, buddy. Um, let me. Do you want to know something?" And his son's like, "Yeah, what?" And he's like, "Do you know that?" Water freezes, and he goes, <laughs> Yeah, dad, you're so stupid. He goes, Okay. Do
1: you know what alcohol does? Yeah, he goes, freeze? You know what
0: vodka doesn't? And he goes,
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> At this moment. Oh, he, he knew. knew he
0: fucked up. My dad sent me that after the whole Aegon incident or the Amund incident from House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. But um, no, speaking of the true crime stuff, this is yeah. where the segue went. We both have finished this. And this is Bummer. a big thing yes. This is a huge thing going on Netflix right now. And this is a huge thing just going on in society at the moment as well, because I know there was a lot of heat for this show. Oh my god, can I tangent really quick? Yeah.
1: Did I send you the TikTok yesterday?
0: No. I don't want Um uh, okay, Fair no, no, note, no, no, you send me a lot I of do. TikToks a day.
1: Um this lady in Iowa <gasps> Oh yeah is convinced and said that she was a part of her dad being a serial killer.
0: She did send me this.
1: 70. Mm -hmm. She reports there being about 70 people. And so, obviously, we don't know if any of this is true where this is all going, but Daily Mail was the one who reported it.
0: Yeah, that's huge.
1: And so, yeah, her dad's dead. And she said she has been trying for years to get the cops to listen to her. She said as a kid, her dad would make her and her siblings carry bodies out and put them in a well. The cops are now saying they fully believe or saying they've taken out cadaver dogs and the cadaver dogs have alerted to multiple spots of pops across the property. Mm-hmm. But right now it's like maybe, maybe one of, if not America's most prolific serial killers has been in the state I've lived in my entire life. Yeah,
0: think about that. Operating. Well, and you've had the Axe Murder House. There's been a lot of just weird stuff going there's on in Albia. Yeah, there's been <laughs> Albia in general. Sorry for anybody listening from Albia. Your town, and this is coming from an outsider who has a family member from Albia as like an extended family member. Uh, your town's a little sketch. I, I have Albia's I have my thoughts. the mob
1: and Pella is the
0: cult. Wow, you.
1: I'm calling it. Everybody.
0: You targeted every wow. Okay, so fair warning: we still like you if you're from Pella and Albia. Bad with them, but I'm just no, but they're, like they're saying how it is. Yeah, never, I'm from
1: Oskaloosa. Do you think I have anything shining to say about that town?
0: We're gonna you know? we're gonna move off the <laughs> we're gonna move off the tangent real here. Yeah, if you ever
1: put me back on the show, we can just well, we'll go slowly in, go into <laughs> deep about each one of these discussions. You guys yeah. are just rapid fire getting different sides of my personality.
0: Yeah. Right? So, but also, yeah, so there was a prolific serial killer found in the state of Iowa. Seventy bodies.
1: Um, not confirmed, but. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, very, like, bottom left corner county.
0: hmm The, so. like,
1: population, I looked this up yesterday, 170. <laughs> period. 170 people. You
0: might want to switch that to just 100. There's just 100, <laughs> 100. Sorry. That's a horrible yeah, joke, but-, but no, at the same time, like, all jokes aside.
1: But I mean I was always switch been, it to a hundred. Um <laughs> I was always been oh, yeah. considered something big with like yeah. sex trafficking because we do just have every major interstate running from the state. Pretty much, yeah. So it is very cap like capable and possible that stuff yeah. like that could happen and people not in those because it could be people from all over.
0: Yeah. Well So getting back, back to, to football. where Well well <laughs> back to football. Even though I traded Mike Evans or er, yeah, I traded Evans. And he's been doing decent tonight. But anyways, so Dahmer.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let's go one tangent back. Yep. Not all of them.
0: Well, it was serial killer. So, I mean, it wasn't really a tangent. Well, it was we were, on we were topic, starting yeah. all the way
1: back from football.
0: Oh, it, well, because you just decided to start back from football, which we'll get yeah. there. But so the Dahmer series came out. Um, Evan Peters.
1: I've always loved Evan Peters. I've watched yep. him since he was in American Horror Story.
0: X-Men. First was Class. Was very good in X-Men. Or um, Apocalypse. Sleepover. Never saw that one. (sighs) Days of Future Past, he was in that one as well. Um, But no, Evan Peters is a great actor. I will say this with a a very, very odd statement, but he plays the hell out of Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: He plays the hell out of any... Yeah, demented character to the point where it's almost concerning.
0: Fair enough. Well, Heath Ledger did that, and look where Heath Ledger Ledger's yeah, ended and up. But think of I mean like
1: how many roles Evan Peters have. That's this like oh yeah, Evan Peters has up taken up a because toll. season one of American Horror Story he was a school shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, season two of American Horror Story he was someone in an asylum he, yeah that was he was, was a pri- he was, the he prisoner was in of an asylum because he his, his wife
0: wo- or he yeah, killed, killed his black wife adu- abducted by um, aliens though. Season Whenever three,
1: like Coven. He was like a zombie re put back together person. Four, I don't remember. Was four Freak Show, Freak Show. He was like a lobster guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. In the later seasons, he just he's been known for these dark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dark. <coughs> the dude does not get a break. He doesn't get a light role. The lightest role he has is Quicksilver.
0: Yeah, I know, And he does good. At, he did good at that cuz I liked him as Quicksilver, yeah. especially in the X, like in the WandaVision series, he was good. Yeah. But in the in just
1: his scenes in like the X-Men movies. Yeah. Um Yeah. I wear my sunglasses at night. If you're putting that in a movie, it's always going to be an epic scene. Well, and yeah, especially when he's um, running and around X-Men, um, um Nope. was also fantastic in that movie. Like I Peters feel like was
0: not in nope.
1: The song, I Wear My Sunglasses at Night.
0: Evan Peters was not uh, n- th- no nope.
1: Sweetheart. I'm talking about the song, oh. I Wear My Sunglasses at Night. Oh, okay. The use of that song. Yes, they did. The I was like,
0: Evan Peters is not, yes. I, I know, know that. Yep, Okay.
1: <laughs> but whenever that song gets put in stuff, I yeah. feel like they have, whoever, I don't know who sings that song, but they must have a lot of creative control to be like, okay, only the most badass projects get to use that song because it works every single time I've seen it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Evan Peters, great job. Worried if he needs mental health help, <laughs> just like to make sure he's okay. Um, with me being so into true crime, I've heard the Dahmer case over and over and over mm-hmm. from every which way. But seeing it played out like that, the first yeah. episode made me sick. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. I really do because you know you see this with Ted Bundy, you see this with Jeffrey Dahmer, you see John this with Wayne the Gacy. Knights. What?
0: John Wayne Gacy. Not
1: John Wayne Gacy. Um, I would say the big three would be Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and the Night Stalker. Um, Richard Ramirez. They had fans. They had girls saying how hot they were. Oh, the I'm fa- not, okay, I'm not putting you, John Wayne were, Gacy oh, into no, this. No, you were going on a totally
0: different. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry.
1: But girls, i like, really, oh my god, he's so hot. Oh my god, he's so hot. Like, especially when mm-hmm. um, Extremely Wicked and Shockingly Vile or whatever came out. Yeah. And they had Troy Bolton, Zac, Zac, Efron. Zac Efron. Like, that didn't help the, oh my god, Ted Bundy's so hot case. Because they're not. You know what? They're fucking creeps. Yeah. They're creeps who murdered women and men. hmm They're not hot. They're psychos. Yeah. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer was obsessed with fucking Darth Vader. That's why he was keeping skulls because he wanted to build a throne in a shrine to Darth Vader. And women are over here. Oh my God, but he's so hot and mysterious. I Shut mean,
0: up. I mean, I these just guys, like guys are demented.
1: These guys are demented, and so you can hear it over and over and over mm-hmm. again. But seeing it played out like Episode One of Dahmer, I am so happy that it made me sick to my stomach.
0: Oh, I am too. I think
1: like, yeah, some people are like, oh my God, it's too far. No, if you're going to do it and you're going to act, yes, make me sick to my effing stomach Mm -hmm. because people hurt. People were killed in violent ways. And women and men, there's probably men too as well. I shouldn't section out one gender or whatever. Um, They fantasize about these guys and these guys are fucking creeps. So thank God that there's something to show how nasty we're not supposed to feel bad. The one thing about the Dahmer series that I like is, yeah, and something I like a true crime in general is trying to figure out what stemmed,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: created this. Is it nature nurture? Or is it just a very bad apex of the both? Oh yeah. You can feel bad for the childhood childhood these people had. That does not give them a right to do anything that they did in their adulthood.
0: No, it doesn't. And there's a there's a lot that there's goes into difference. the mind. Yeah.
1: You can separate. You can feel bad for the child but you do not get to have remorse or forgiveness for the monster that child became.
0: Yeah, very well said. Because, I mean, shit, there's, there's so many different ways that go go beyond on the mind of the killer and everything like that. But going back to the just the cinematic aspect of it, they did a fantastic job of actually trying to granted, to interpret everything as best they could, and trying to keep it close to the tapes as possible and everything, and get yeah. it to which we, <laughs> did we finish watching that? The tapes, no, we yeah. still need to do that. If you and also again, if you guys they put that told, out so
1: quick after the yeah. Dahmer series, I think they were just trying to ride that high, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of failed.
0: I know, well, we got to watch it because we haven't watched it yet. But but
1: I think it's because we were so already oh, yeah. jam packed with Dahmer. Yeah. I can understand from a marketing standpoint is we're like, oh my god, yeah, like let's just keep pushing this. But
0: well, actually, it was one of the smartest things to do because people were probably wondering where the tapes were because the Ted Bundy tapes came out right after Ted um, Bundy. the Wild and Wicked.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't also a Netflix series. What? Wait, are we? So it was. Excuse yeah, me, it was. Wicked. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, ignore me. Yeah, it was but a yeah, movie. It got, wasn't a. We got the Ted series. Bundy tapes first. Then we got the John Wayne Gacy tapes, and now we have. And the John Ted
0: Wayne Gacy, Gacy didn't get a series. John Wayne Gacy just got. I it.
1: wonder if he is going to. Uh,
0: there's off of
1: the Dahmer. Yeah. I mean, I understand why he was brought in the Dahmer series. Um I would be interested to see if they make it into a series. Mm-hmm. Just even that scene with him in it also Oh, like that was I said, creepy as hell. Made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Made me sick to my effing stomach.
0: So if you haven't watched Dahmer, go do it. Because I mean it's a good watch. It's hard.
1: It's a hard it's, watch. It's, it's, and it's a hard be.
0: yes. It's a hard watch, but it's a good watch. Because <clears throat> if you're if you're into the true crime stuff, it's Pretty somewhat accurate on his portrayal, and
1: yeah, I'd give it like a eighty to eighty five percent yeah. accuracy. So because I mean, some of like the little details were mixed around because like yeah. how he died,
0: they kind of had yeah.
1: Um, the dude who killed him mm-hmm. killed him first, and then the other inmate, not uh-huh. the other inmate, and then him.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, all
1: the details are there, just like some of the small nuances.
0: Yeah. So.
1: And I love Nacy Nash. I was a big Clean House fan as a child. No one knows what that
0: is, but <whistles> if you, yeah. Just peanut. She basically mm-hmm. had a
1: hoarder show. Yeah. And then she was in Scream Queens, and that was a good little series too. She's
0: a big Scream yeah, Queens Do you know person.
1: what the score is?
0: Uh, it was still 17, 17 to 10, 10 last time I checked. Oh, hey. Modern Warfare commercial. Modern Warfare Two comes out. Courage JD on good old Twitter tweeted this out, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it as a direct <laughs> quote because this is funny. Wow, good one. Oh, could you hear that? I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so she. Slightly embarrassing, but she cannot. She has burping troubles, which, I mean, for for ladies, is not the worst thing. But I mean, she just she she all of her friends kind of give her crap for it sometimes, and so she has I've been never working been on able it. To burp. So she's been working on it. So I got to give her a high five. Thanks. But, um, as I go through and look at this, sorry, it takes me forever to sometimes think of this. Um, so courage sent out a tweet. He said to my beautiful girlfriend. Call of Duty Modern Warfare launches tomorrow. You will not see me. You will not hear from me. I will be playing until my hands fall off. I am sorry for what I am about to do. Sending my love. Pretty much every guy that does not hunt and do every, er, and have life outside of video games and Twitch streaming will be doing that. Sadly, I will be in a tree. Not being able to play at all for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare release. But Modern Warfare Two is going to be, I think, hopefully epic. We'll see. But so there is, yeah, seventeen thirteen.
1: Okay, here I'm just about.
0: What are you looking at? Um, as as you do as you do that, entertain the masses. Oh, yeah. Season five posted Season for Stranger Things. five posted, but for it's Stranger not things. like official.
1: Yeah. I think it's just a fan edit. What am I doing, sweetheart?
0: You're gonna entertain the masses real quick. Why I grab. One more for the night. Okay. We're going to move into football here. Okay. Do you want me to talk about football then? Where's your embarrassment fall for the NFC North, specifically in the good old state of Wisconsin Wisconsin. with the Packers? Yeah, she's got some. Yeah, she's got some Matt LaFleur talk. She's got Mm. some. I'll always talk about Matt LaFleur. She's got some Aaron Rodgers talk, so she's going to hit us with it for two
1: minutes. Okay. All right. So stuck with just me now. (laughs) Um, long story short, I'm, I've always been a Green Bay fan. My dad grew up in Racine, Wisconsin, and then moved to Iowa when he was like seven or eight. And I've asked him, I'm like, how did you become a Green Bay fan? And he said, you know, when he was in his 20s or something, some guy had just asked him, hey, what's your favorite NFL team? And he had never had one. And so he goes, well, I'm from Wisconsin, so I would guess the Packers. Which is not a story you would expect if you met my dad, because my dad is a diehard Green Bay fan now. So for him, his start of being a Green Bay fan, being a total fluke and just being like, oh, I need a favorite NFL team. I'll just go with the state that I was born in. I'm crazy for how diehard he is now. Like when I was born, first outfit my dad put me in was Green Bay
0: cheerleaders. <laughs> See, well, and so what's what's funny is that's, like, almost every kid's response. Oh, I was born here. or this, Like, this is where I'm from. But, and then they grow up either doing that or switching that, and your dad is stuck by that. And I, t- I give him pride for that. Yeah. He's stuck by being a great band Which fan. is
1: so funny because he has no loyalty to other teams like that. Like, he's not a big baseball guy. So I'll have a lot of football knowledge, but I don't have. I know enough about baseball. I know <coughs> enough about basketball to get me through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a basketball cheerleader, and that helps me a little bit. But I don't have a favorite basketball team. I don't have a favorite hockey team. I'm a White Sox fan, but I'm not like, opposed to rooting for other teams as well. Yeah, you've but got some. Green Bay, well, the Brewers. Know, I'm die hard. Brewers, because that was my first MLB game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but for me, just to be so big of a football fan, and even with that, my dad's not a big college football person either. It's literally no. just NFL football, and it's just Green Bay.
0: Yeah, and which is weird because I'm, I'm kind of all over the board because I've got baseball, I've got football, I've got college football, I've got basketball, which I don't watch a lot of basketball much. Um, <clears throat> so with that, Green Bay has taken a little bit of a toll, sweetheart. Oh, I this know. This year. I know. We've watched a few games, and it's been – um, Alan I watched Laz- the
1: first ha- couple yeah. halves of the game.
0: Alan Lazard is on the Alan R- Lazard
1: <gasps> Wait, he's on the injured
0: list? Yeah, What did he do? List. I believe it was ankle.
1: Isn't that what he was hurt for a couple weeks um, ago? Also, I'm a big Alan Lazard fan. He's an Iowa boy, grown and raised, and then he went to Iowa State, Roll Clones, and then Green Bay. Everything you could ever need in a man.
0: Pretty much. So, yeah, Nazard thinks that he will most likely be out for Sunday, according to this ESPN report. I don't
1: even know how we play Sunday.
0: Uh, you Bears? play – No. Nope. Worse.
1: Um, worse? What, the Lions?
0: Oh, no, I'm talking worse for, like, you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've already played Tampa.
0: It's um, an AFC, so it's on the other side.
1: I don't want to say the Raiders. No. AFC what?
0: AFC East. So East Coast.
1: East Coast. Oh, I'm on the way other end of the country. No, we've already played the Patriots, haven't we?
0: Uh, Green Bay. Yeah. Are no. we
1: playing the Patriots this weekend?
0: No, you're not.
1: Who Who are we playing?
0: Think of Think of a guy that I I really like, and you also have played the Patriots, and you you beat the Pats. Fuck the Pats. Yeah, fuck the Pats. A guy um, that you really <coughs> like. It. D- it. D- what? does okay. start with a B, though.
1: Playing Baltimore?
0: Nope. Baltimore's playing are right we playing now. Are playing the Browns? Nope, you are not playing
1: the Browns. <laughs> Why well, did I, I think of this? Okay, can I just name all 32
0: <laughs> NFL football no. teams? Josh Allen.
1: Oh, we're playing the Bills. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. starts, starts, starts with, with the the B. B. Baltimore. Baltimore. Nope, Browns. No. Um,
0: you guys are playing the Joe Bills. Joe Buck. No. No. <laughs> This is not a must-win Bills, game
1: for both teams. F- I just hope both teams have fun.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that analogy. So, the 5 and one Bills come to the Packers. The 5
1: and one Bills. What, who are, what are
0: Super Bowl contenders slash favorites still with the good old you know, stiff-arm king himself, J.A. J.
1: Him? That's so funny. I love seeing videos of every quarterback afraid to get touched, and Josh Allen's just out there ramming people, yeah. stiff-arming everybody left and right.
0: Tom Brady decides he's going to slide down five <laughs> yards prior. Jo- Joe Burrow er, jo- is still learning how to slide. <laughs> slide. And then Josh Allen's just saying, screw you. I'm running right through your ass.
1: Aaron Rodgers gets hurt if you look at him wrong.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Also, Baltimore 23-13 at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: So, Baltimore um, 23-13. Yeah, over Tampa. Ravens oh. right now in Thursday Night Football.
1: Love to hear we it. We need to
0: get you some more wine so you focus. i to
1: like be <laughs> asleep.
0: Yeah, I know. She gets tired very easily. It's like
1: nine thirty.
0: Yeah, no. Welcome to it. It's Nine fifty. So, I want to hear some score predictions here. Thursday night football is already off the block. We've Kay. got starting literally on Sunday morning at eight thirty the London game, which I how mean, many
1: London games are we doing this season? Wasn't a lot. it normally two?
0: I think so, but there's a lot of London games this year. So.
1: I promise you, the British do not give a single flying fuck about American football.
0: Apparently they do if we're going to We need over to take Wimbledon this into other
1: countries. Well, no. I want to see some games in
0: Ireland. College football did one and it was kind of a letdown.
1: It's because it was a Nebraska game and you lost. I'm sorry about it, bud. Fair enough. So- Get over it. It happens every Saturday.
0: We're gonna move on because exactly. making you angry. <laughs> so <laughs> she's fired. She's wiry.
1: Hey, i You know what? I'm. A she fan. is. She. Why not no. Well, she's also
0: either. Irish. So she is wiry. Dude. If anybody hasn't seen the movie The Replacements, that is a reference. So, um, and Kenny and I will always state this this season. I don't know where in the freaking hell Denver decides. They said, we're going to get so much primetime spots with Russell Wilson and then can't do shit in the primetime spots. Denver plays the good old Jacksonville Jaguars in London.
1: (gasps) Oh, Christian McCaffrey's not for them anymore.
0: Christian McCaffrey never was with Jacksonville. Who am I thinking? The Panthers? Yeah, apparently. God, I'm losing my mind today. (laughs) So Jacksonville, Denver, both teams are on the the small scale of victories, they're both two and five. Mm.
1: You know, just so you have a good day, I'm gonna say Broncos up.
0: Final score. Oh, we're going final score. 14 I to know. 10. Four to wow. Low okay. scoring game. Broncos defense. Well, I hope not, because Travis Etienne is my running back in one league. So next. All right, moving into the noon rosters. The Panthers versus the Falcons. The struggling.
1: I'm gonna need a record for these teams.
0: Okay, struggling, Carolina Panthers, but the three and four Falcons versus Baker Mayfield and the Baker abiz-
1: Mayfield's not doing much. I'm gonna go yeah. with the Panthers up. Um, final score. You're
0: going with the Panther with Baker Mayfield not doing um, much with the two and five Panthers.
1: Incorrect. Falcons up twenty-one to seven.
0: Twenty-one seven. Wow. I'm gonna have to make a note of this. Hold on. Where's my phone? Okay, so we're doing picks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're going to bring this up on Remember, the next this podcast. this is a girl
1: who picks up her March Madness teams based on which mascot would win.
0: Yeah. No but f- I
1: also don't know much about college basketball. This one I can usually make an educated guess.
0: Fair enough. And no offense to the the women population on the the mascot ideology. I think it's hilarious.
1: Sometimes I'll it I is usually fun. make multiple brackets. One is me actually trying, other bracket is which mascot would win.
0: Okay. So, hold on here. We got Audrey's NFL picks. You said 14 to what with the Broncos? To 10 14-10, Broncos.
1: 21-7, to 7, Falcons.
0: 21-7, Falcons. Okay. Next game of the week here, and we're moving through this slow, but the podcast is still picking up on pace. If you've made it through the first 51 minutes, we're still going.
1: How long are these podcasts? Well, it
0: depends long? on you and me. Or it depends on me, but okay. we'll, we'll get there. If you got to go, I'll cover college football by myself. So what, Where am
1: I going to go? Bed?
0: Probably. It's <laughs> next door. So... Justin Fields and the Bears go take on (laughs) Dak Prescott or Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys, which I personally think, even though the Cowboys snuck by with a win, Cooper Rush is still your number one starter for the the week. But
1: What's their records right
0: now? uh, Bears
1: started off hot, but then they died down real fast. They had one good game at home. Bears
0: have been struggling. They had one good
1: game at home.
0: They found an offensive standpoint last week, or on Monday night. They found it.
1: I would love to see the Bears win, in all honesty, and just, like, Cowboys, whatever. So, I'm going to, I'm honestly going to go Bears up.
0: Yes, sir. We hate the Cowboys. Um, America's team.
1: I would say that's a pretty low-scoring game. How are their defenses?
0: Um, Dallas has a much better defense than Chicago does. I'll tell you that much right now, especially with a run.
1: Okay, so with that, I'm going to say 21-24.
0: So 24-21 in favor of the Bears? Correct. Because I was going to say, I was thinking about putting in Montgomery, but I know that Dallas also is – Also love David Montgomery. Yeah, Dallas' defense is definitely a lot better, but Dallas is 5-2. and two. David
1: Montgomery does not go down. If he plays no. anything like he does in college,
0: yeah.
1: homeboy does not go down. If he's running the ball, he will – he's small. He will still run through you. You have to get multiple people on that boy to get him down.
0: See, and I told you her NFL knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, is still up there. She's still got it. But also, the Dallas Cowboys are five and two, mostly with the help of Gino Cooper. Cooper Rush has been picking up the slack for the Bears. uh, Three and four.
1: You know what? Taking the underdogs. Yeah. Only time you'll ever hear me say go Bears.
0: Go Packers. Fuck the Bears.
1: You know, I just hope my grandma has a good time on Sunday.
0: Yeah, her grandma's a big Bears fan. She's got a damn doll <laughs> and everything. She's going to be swinging it.
1: That one's for you, Grandma.
0: Yep. Okay, so now we've got the good old Dolphins and the Lions. The Dolphins started out extremely hot. Tua got a concussion. The Bengals picked up a first win against them, but they beat the Steelers last week. Dolphins are four and three, third in the NFC East, and then the good old Detroit Lions su- suffering as they will with Jared Goff as the starter.
1: I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Okay. I don't know a score for this one. All I'm going to say is, being from Iowa, there's a disproportionate amount of Dolphin fans in this state.
0: Oddly enough, there are.
1: If you go to a Buffalo Wild Wings, there will always be some dude in a Dolphins jersey there, and I don't understand it. Facts. So I don't have a good score prediction for this game. I'll let you pick.
0: I would say it's probably going to be a little bit of a high-scoring affair. The defenses aren't the best, but the offenses can still strive. Because, I mean, the line here is... Okay, let's go 35
1: to 28. Dolphins? Yeah. I'm thinking so, just very much touchdown-only scores. Well, so I need to, I mean, not a lot of teams go for two-point conversions, nor no. do they ever complete them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, but 35-28 is um, full Um I want to say this
1: game goes into overtime.
0: Oh, Okay. O T. All right, but 35-28 is literally every team scores a touchdown, and makes their extra points. That's how the math works on that, which is fantastic. Until we get to the Vikings, yeah. and then I'll take out a, well, a kick point. <laughs> so here's the, and this is the sad thing for the Lions. So they lost 38 to 35 against the best team in the league with the Eagles, 136 to 27 over the Commanders. That's eh. Lost to the Vikings, 28-24, 48-45. So the Lions have a very high-scoring offense. The only two teams they have not done good against are the Patriots and are the Cowboys, which the Patriots' defense is still pretty good. They were not able to handle the Bears last week, and Justin Fields caught fire. And then Dallas, who still has a pretty good rush defense, but is not, and with passes is okay, but still, Dallas was able to hold them, and then they were still playing with Cooper Rush. So it was interesting to see. The Lions are not a horrible team. They just have not been able to pick up the game late. So look for Jared Goff to kind of turn it around. I think that Detroit is still going in a good direction. I just personally think that they they just have not been in a great direction since Megatron and Matt Stafford when he started. Because Matt Stafford, when he started, made a playoff. So we got, speaking of that, Arizona, Minnesota. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals go to the good old U.S. Bank Stadium and face the school Vikings.
1: As much as I don't like the Vikings, I feel like they're on a high right now. And I want to be scored well in class, and my director is
0: a Vikings fan. And he won't shut up about it. Okay, so.
1: I don't have a score prediction though.
0: You don't got a score prediction? Nope,
1: nothing's coming to
0: me. All right, I'm gonna give you a.
1: Um, but take one point away for one miss kicked for the Vikings.
0: All right, then I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a 17-14 win over the Cardinals. Okay. Because I feel like the Cardinals is gonna have a good, or Cardinals are gonna have a good offense, but at the same time, the Vikings are pretty good at holding teams with good offenses. So.
1: And Stephon Diggs is still just having a kick-ass season.
0: Diggs is on the Bills.
1: Why am I losing my mind? I
0: don't know. He still
1: is. He's having a great year. Yeah. He's having a kick-ass <laughs> season. Just the wrong just team. the wrong team. The
0: Vikings oh are also 5-1 and one in the NFC North, which is Who it, which is the Vikings huge. have that I like? Uh, oh. Justin Jefferson. I mean, they're Their sure. big wide receiver from LSU who does the gritty.
1: Yeah, that's probably so. who I'm thinking of, but I just I was thinking of
0: so the Vikings are five and one, Green Bay is three and four in the <laughs> NFC North, the good old Bears for JC are three and four, Detroit is one and five, and she is falling asleep over in the chair. Oh, no,
1: I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah, that too. So the Raiders versus the Saints.
1: You know, I have a sweet spot for the Raiders. Why? My childhood babysitter was a Raiders fan and they had a golden retriever named
0: Raider. Oh, gotcha. So
1: but they're in LA now, aren't they? I was thinking about that earlier. No, in the they're day. in Vegas. Are the Vegas? Yeah, it was Raiders. Oakland, and
0: then they moved to Vegas. So Kenny's got Raiders tickets.
1: Interesting.
0: So who are they playing? Uh, the New Orleans Saints. So Taysom they're Hill. They're not having and,
1: a great year either, though.
0: I mean, they're having a mediocre year. the The, the Raiders are not, and the Raiders are a much better team than their record suggests. The Saints are also, I could argue, the same thing, okay. because they have lost a lot of close games and have been in them for multiple. So,
1: um, my guts want me to pick Raider.
0: You're going with the Raiders. Yeah. What's the score?
1: I don't really
0: have one. Well, the Saints are a decently high-scoring team so far this season. The Raiders yeah, are kind of in the middle defense. of the road. Raiders' defense is a little bit better than a lot of what the Saints have faced.
1: 23-21. 23-21.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow.
1: So that's – is that even is 23 even possible?
0: Yes, very. Okay. I
1: don't know. You're going to have to
0: get a lot of things right on that. But it's possible. Who knows? All right, keep moving down the list. Here we go. So we got two more new games. So the Pats, will the Patriots continue with Mac Jones or will they go with good old Zappi? And they've got the good old mom man himself. The Jets are Zach having a Wilson. season. They're having a s uh, they're having an okay season, yeah. Well, for the Jets they're having a fantastic they're freaking for the season. Jets. So they're also the I AFC had an old East. I manager who is the biggest
1: Jets fan I've ever met in my life.
0: You have so many fans across the the NFL, don't you? He named his first kid. Oh yeah. Jet. Oh, from B Dubs.
1: Named his first kid Jet. So second you, kid's name is Dash. I don't know if that's a.
0: Are you going with the Jets over the Pats then? Are you? I taking, would like to see it. Are you taking Zach Wilson, the rookie? Yeah, I'd like to see it. All right, what I do mean, you got?
1: He, you know how Joe Burrow did in his rookie season.
0: Facts. What he got.
1: 35 42 high scoring game
0: All right 42 35 Jets We're moving right along here.
1: Yeah, we need to like start rapid firing these. Yeah.
0: We can let you go. I can get back into I it at the end here. This first. Okay. Um Eagles versus Pittsburgh. The Eagles are undefeated 6 and 0. Jalen Hurts in this offense is at the uh, moment, who's unstoppable. Who's the
1: Steelers' new quarterback after Roethlisberger? Kenny
0: friggin' Pickett at the moment, and he is... I love Kenny Pickett, but person he beat Tom Brady.
1: A lot of people are beating Tom Brady. Oh, well, huh? Kenny
0: Pickett beat Tom Brady, and that's insane for a rookie, so...
1: I'll let you pick on this one.
0: I'm going to have you pick with the Eagles, because if the, the Steelers <sighs> pull off another upset, I think I'll cry. Okay. So, Eagles, and I'm going to go with... I'm going to go 35 <laughs> to 21.
1: Sorry, I'm on Twitter right now, and of course, um, Iowa State plays Oklahoma. Yep. And so, she said, oh, you Oh my like, lord! sorry. Was that me or you? That was you. It's the clip of Boomer and Sooner coming out on the field, and they're tipping the card over.
0: Ah, gotcha. I love that clip. That's such a – well, I, I feel so bad for the people involved in that clip, but it's a funny clip. All right, so that wraps up the noon games. 3.05s. Or the only three oh five. We got the Tennessee Titans. We got the Tennessee Titans versus the Houston Texans.
1: <laughs> I could not give a single shit about that game. It's already two teams I literally do not care about and forget exist. Pick one Titans.
0: Good pick. Uh I'm just gonna put you down a random score here. Yeah. All right, there you go. So, Washington, the Commanders versus the Colts. And Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is benched. His tenured with the Colts is done at the moment. So, Matt Ryan got benched. That was horrible to see. So, Commanders, you got a score line for me? You're done guessing scores? Okay, so we'll stop with the scores from there. Washington, if I could spell Washington. Washington. All right, so then throwing it to the Giants, or well, yeah, we'll do the Giants here at three twenty-five. Giants versus Seattle. The Giants are also six and or five and one on the I mean, six and one.
1: I also have a sweet spot for the Giants.
0: Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, and the Giants. Where
1: Tyler Sash played. Yep,
0: yeah.
1: I'll pick the Giants.
0: All right, Giants over the Seahawks. Forty Nine ers versus the reigning NFL champions. The Rams. i also
1: go with the Rams. Um,
0: Over Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. When
1: I used to watch a lot of Scooby Doo, and before I knew what a 49er was, I thought the 49ers were based off of Minor 49er from Scooby Doo. <laughs> I thought someone just was out here wild and having their mascot be a Scooby Doo villain. There
0: you go. I mean,
1: it's not completely wrong, but no, it's not it's right not. by any means yeah.
0: either. All right. So. Are you going to vote against your own team here, or are you going to go Bill, or are you going to go Green Bay over Buffalo with a massive I upset faith. in Bills Mafia territory? No, it's not no. So Bills, yeah, okay, Bills over Packers, just but you want the Packers to win. I always want the Packers oh, yeah.
1: to win. I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, I don't think we'll make the playoffs this year.
0: It's tough. It's it's a tough road that you got with the Packers because here we'll look at the well, remainder like of the we're schedule. talking on about, this. you know what
1: what are we going to do without Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Not shit with Jordan Love. Not single shit with Jordan Lovins. Mean, Something fair. I will always say is it's going to take more than a rebuilding year once Aaron leaves. Oh, yeah. All of our um, receivers and running backs are all custom-built to Aaron Rodgers' play style, and no one else has that play style that Aaron has. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic player. He's a diva mm-hmm. through and oh, through, but oh, yeah. he, unfortunately, he's good enough to act that way. Mm-hmm. But once we lose him, it's going to take years to rebuild it's not just finding a new quarterback. I do I don't think Jordan Love is the answer. I think we do need to find someone else. Sorry, Jordan. Um, but we're gonna have to restructure, re coach, rebuild, tear yeah. it apart from the seams because everyone is custom built to Aaron Rodgers right now.
0: Yeah, considering the fact that you've got Aaron Jones, you've got Alan Lazar, Devontae Adams is gone. He's <laughs> kind of questionable here with the Raiders coming up.
1: He's got an attitude now.
0: Yeah. Um, Randall Cobb is out this week as well. So, I mean, the Packers <gasps> offense is stri- struggling thin. But your rookie wide receivers have kind of stepped up yeah, in the last two weeks. they're stepping up. Rookie wideouts have stepped up, which is nice to see.
1: It's just also very hard to gain Aaron Rodgers' trust. He doesn't uh, throw oh, or yeah. even try with new
0: kids. Looking at the, the schedule so far for the year, lost to the Vikings game one, beat the Bears, Bucks, Pats, three good wins there for you, lost to the Giants. Giants are a tough team to beat right now, lost to the Jets, who apparently are a tough team to beat right now, and then the Commanders, who are either catching fire or they're not. So
1: everyone's getting their eco boosted beating the Packers when it's
0: pretty not much. a good year. So you've got the Bills next, then the Lions, three road stretches. If we don't beat the stretches. Lions, um, yeah.
1: I'm. Jumping off a bridge.
0: You got the Eagles coming up in a couple of weeks as well. Your bye week should be coming up in a little bit here if you haven't taken it already. Because I forget when not. the bye week. <laughs> yep. So then, We've as she's
1: had back to back to back disappointment,
0: as she sprawls out with the disappointment, And then you close out the year with the Vikings and the Lions. Hopefully, trying to look I for.
1: I swear, we need to beat the Vikings once, just for I for my oh, yeah. bragging rights. They need to do this for me.
0: Yes. So three and four on the year so far in the NFC North. You are now still second in the standings because the Bears insane. just jumped up. <laughs> well, the Bears have had a struggle as well this year. And Justin Fields, I believe, found a way to kind of pick it up last week on offense. Well, Monday night, I should say, against the Commanders, which it was good to actually kind of see Justin Fields step it up. And finally, you've got one more pick for Monday, er, for Monday night. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I know where your pick lies on this, but I'm, oh, I Joe just got to ask it. I was going to say (laughs) Bengals over the Browns. So I'm just even going to put Joe Shiesty on here. So Bengals over the Browns. So you heard it here first. So Audrey's picks going through it. We won't go through the scores, but she's got the Broncos this week, the Falcons, the Bears, the Dolphins in overtime, Vikings, Raiders, Jets, Eagles, Titans, Commanders, Giants, Rams, Bills, Bengals. If this comes out before Sunday and you have not put in your gambling rights, come ask this woman because she's going to help. Cash you out, and she's gonna be. I swear,
1: I just want five percent of all your earnings. Well,
0: if I'm right, we'll have to. I'll if have to I'm a hundred percent right, and yeah. we don't bet on this, if I if I would cry, I would have lost so much money. So, moving to baseball here because we got to talk about it. The postseason is wrapping up because the World Series literally starts tomorrow, Friday, October 28th. The Phillies making it for the first time back in the playoff, or in the first time in the World Series since 2009 when they had Roy Halladay who threw a no hitter. And then you have the Houston Astros, who have made it back for a third season in a row in the World Series. This is a game. This is a seven-game series, so you have to get four to win odds. Do mm-hmm. you have the Phillies or the Astros?
1: Aren't the Astros? How are they already allowed back into the World Series?
0: I, I nobody knows, but they are.
1: Um, I'm going to take the other team.
0: Phillies. Perfect, because I was going to take the Phillies because I think this is going to come down to a Game 7 set, but I think that the Phillies are playing with too much heat on their shoulders at the moment. Kyle Schwarber hitting leadoff for the Phillies has just become freaking outstanding. The Phillies' offense itself has just become outstanding because here's here's kind of where everything has lied (sighs) for the Phillies so far this year (sighs) in the postseason as she goes to bed pretty much in the chair on the podcast cuz we'll still talk college football as we go. So the Phillies ended up taking the series 4 to 1 or as I go through this cuz I got to make sure I'm right here cuz I always forget. So it was a 3 to 1 series or 4 to 1 with the Phillies. The Astros ended up going 4-0. But the Phillies swept or the Phillies went through the the Padres getting that 4-0, went through the Braves getting for, or getting through 3-1, beat the Cardinals 2-0. So all teams that they pretty much weren't supposed to beat, they have done. And we have seen this happen in the past. Kyle Schwarber still hitting home runs. Kyle Schwarber still doing RBI things. Bryce Harper hitting clutch home runs when Bryce Harper usually does. Alec Baum hitting a two eighty and still doing good. The pitching staff and Aaron Nola for the Phillies is on fire. They just have to get through a Houston Astros bullpen that is the typical Houston Astros bullpen of just gas. They have to get through Jordan Alvarez. They have to get through Kyle Tucker. They have to get through Alex Bregman, who hit a home run against the Yankees as well. Jose Altuve, and then they have to get through Spring, er, Correa as well. So, Houston Astros line up deadly. So far, Jordan Alvarez hitting or three oh six. Thirty-seven home runs. Justin Verlander on the mound, still doing Justin Verlander things. And I think Audrey is officially fully passed out. She can hear me in her ears, and I can't tell if she's going to smile here in a second. But she, I believe, is passed out. So as I'm we not talk all about the this, way yep. So we both have the Phillies. I think it's going to go a full seven games.
1: Five. F- wow. No, I'm getting six. Because to won five to win, right? Four. Four.
0: Yeah, I call seven because it's going to be a 3-3 and come down to the seventh game.
1: I'll go five.
0: Phillies in five. But
1: they're going to lose the fourth. Okay.
0: in Game four. Wow, okay. So she's really getting into the betting here, ladies and gentlemen. So there we go. There's your MLB postseason wrap. The Houston Astros, Philadelphia Phillies take battle tomorrow. I will be watching the game if I can. Because I would love to watch and see how this game unfolds with game one. It's on the road for the Phillies in Houston. And then it'll flop all the way back and forth. So now we're going to roll into some college football here. Because we usually do this. And she can take her little her nap. But if you're listening to this the next day or the two days after. NC State with a win on Thursday night. Number 24 NC State. 22-21 to 21 over Virginia Tech. The rankings... Have not gone to the playoffs just yet. We're still moving through so far. Playoff rankings should come out here in a little bit. So far, the selections. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. Tennessee still at three. Michigan, four. Clemson, five. Bama, six. TCU is seven. Moving up a couple of spots. Oregon, eight. Oklahoma State, nine. After moving up against a big win on Texas. USC at Ten. Wake Forest sits at eleven. All the rest kind of drop in and out. Cincinnati moves up one. For those of you who are waiting, Syracuse drops down after losing. Penn State jumps up three. Utah jumps up one as well. Ole Miss after losing that or losing against LSU, they drop back way down to number eight. North Carolina hops up one. Kansas after losing or K State after losing to TCU drops down five. Big drop there. As well, UCLA with a drop as well, moving down after Oregon takes it to them. So the Pac-12 is still up for grabs. Everyone, Oregon is now four and zero in the Pac-12. USC is four and one. UCLA three and one. Utah three and one. So four teams are battling right now for top control. Oregon State still wanting to try to hop themselves in, and there's a lot of Pac-12 teams with a winning record. Oregon six and one. USC six and one. UCLA six and one. Six and two Oregon State, five and two Utah, six and two Washington. Who's both three and two are Oregon State and Washington. Everybody else kind of drops off the map. So the Pac-12 is still very, very open for grabs. I think if it comes down to it, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna go. I really like Lincoln Riley and that USC squad. I think it'll be a USC Oregon Pac-12 championship. You can correct me if I'm wrong, which I probably will be because I can't predict a lot of stuff on this show. So. That is my Pac twelve prediction because I, I like looking at the Pac twelve. It's fun to see. Also, at the moment, games live right now on Thursday night. Utah, Washington State, that's live. Southern Miss L- Or Louisiana. Then coming up on Friday, East Carolina BYU, La Tech versus Florida International, Saturday. Number two Ohio State they go to Happy Valley it's going to be a wide out for Penn State number 13 Nittany Lions host the number two Buckeyes possibly the number one team with the country TCU number seven versus West Virginia Syracuse number 16 versus Notre Dame Syracuse offense is still looking on fire defense just got to step it up a little bit after that Clemson loss. Georgia faces Florida in Athens. Oregon goes to Cal. Oklahoma State hosts a still hot K State team at number nine versus 22, or goes to K State in Manhattan. Wake Forest versus Louisville. The Demon Deacon's still looking on a historic season. Number 17, Illinois, goes to the good old Lincoln, Nebraska. The Cornhuskers playing host to the Fighting Illini. And trying to see if Nebraska can get back on track with Mickey Joseph. And the good old Nebraska Cornhuskers, seeing if their offense can stay on. They had a big offensive showing against Purdue, losing forty-three to thirty-seven, but still able to get some numbers back on the board. They came off of winning their last, or winning two out of their last three. They've got a closing schedule against Minnesota, tough team. Michigan, very tough team, at the Big House. Wisconsin, and then Iowa should be a win against Iowa. I would imagine Iowa is one of the last teams in the Big Ten West. A win against Wisconsin should come. So if they win against Minnesota and Illinois, the Big Ten West should be up for grabs. Nebraska still with a very decent chance. Michigan, if they as long as they beat Ohio State, should be able to clinch that Big Ten East and a Big Ten title. Number 20, Cincinnati has UCF. Cincinnati still trying to look historic after losing Desmond Ritter. They are doing a fantastic job of it sitting still back in the top 25. South Carolina hops into the top 25 for the first time in a while they've got Missouri coming up this week number 19 Kentucky goes to good old Rocky top Tennessee and in Knoxville number three volunteers play host in another SEC battle that could be could be huge looking at the SEC I mean it's 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 a it's a tough league South Carolina now hopping up two and two they're ranked. Georgia hosting or Georgia leading the SEC East versus 10 or over Tennessee, they're 4 and 0, Tennessee 3 and 0, both teams 7 and 0 on the whole season. Alabama 4 and 0, LSU 4 and 1 or 4 and 1, Alabama, LSU is 4 and 1 as well. Bama 7 and 1 after losing to Tennessee 6 and 2 is LSU and then Ole Miss is 3 and 1, 7 and 1 overall. I think the SEC West is one of the is going to be the division up for grabs. I think that whoever wins between Georgia and Tennessee, it, it will obviously take because it has to because there will be no um, – that is the winner-take-all game right there. So, But the SEC West is still up for grabs. Personally, I still think either Alabama, Ole Miss, LSU could make it. Looking at the rest of Alabama's schedule so far on the year, they do now have LSU. They've got a bye week coming up. They will play LSU on November 5th, and then they've got the next week coming up against LSU. So they've got two back-to-back big games in the SEC West. So, hopping back to the schedule as we do so. Moving right along here. USC, number 10, goes to Arizona in Tempe. Michigan, Michigan State, the battle of the Michigans. One of the best Sean calls of all time. That rivalry, that is at the big house. Michigan State struggling. Struggling hard offensively, especially. Not able to put a bunch of huge points on the board, but they will sit and try as much as they can. Holding Wisconsin, or holding Ohio State to only 49, but Wisconsin it was 34-28, and she is going to start snoring just a little bit. We're going to mute that. So... You, so. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State, I've got Michigan in that one easy. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Ole Miss looking to bounce back after a loss to LSU. Other notable matchups, number 21, North Carolina, they play host to Pittsburgh, Texas Tech, Baylor, also another big matchup here in the Big 12. Number 12, UCLA hosting the last team in the Pac-12, Stanford, and that pretty much wraps out your top 25. Shocking things in the rankings that I have seen, not a whole lot. I mean, if you take a look at it, LSU, they're hopping up back to 18 after not being ranked with a couple of big top 10, top 25 wins over Florida and also over um, Ole Miss as well, who dropped down to eight. Looking at the teams that dropped out or receiving votes, Texas still receiving votes. Liberty receives votes. Oregon State definitely should be receiving votes. Mississippi State, Maryland, Troy... UTSA, Washington and Florida State, Arkansas as well, receiving votes. Texas dropped out of the top 25, even though after losing to a very good Oklahoma State team as they were 20, Mississippi State is 24. They also dropped out as well. If you're looking at the FCC polls and you are a South Dakota Jackrabbit, you are in a high, high fan base right now as you are riding that wave at the number one spot. Montana State, Sacramento State, North North Dakota State, Jackson State as well. Round out your top five in the FCC polls. Running out of your top ten, it goes South Dakota State, Montana State, Sacramento State, NDSU, Jackson State, Chattanooga, Weaver State, Holy Cross, Incarnate Word, and Montana. That is your top ten in the FCC. They don't get a lot of recognition, even though some of these teams in the FCC have either moved up to the FBC or FC. uh the APP poll or the AP polls. Good lord, I cannot talk now. It's it's uh, it's hard it's hard for me to talk. Also, because I am a D3 guy, if you're looking at D3 football at the moment, North Central, number one. Mount Union, number two. Uh, Mary Harden Baylor, number three. Linfield, number four. Trinity University from Texas. They are good in all sports. They are at five. Up. We haven't played them in baseball, but they were good at baseball. John Hopkins, BB has a couple of run-ins with them. They're number six. St. John's had a run-in with them in baseball. They are very good. They are number seven. Wisconsin lacrosse. They are number eight. Delaware Valley, number nine. And then S or Sunny Cortland, they are number 10. Looking to see if anybody else in the American Athletic Conference or the American Rivers Conference is sitting in there. Warburg College at 15. They are 7 and O. So shout-out to the Iowa boys. Wisconsin Whitewater in there as well. They are not from Iowa. Bethel. I played Bethel. They are in there, not for football at least, but. And that pretty much wraps it up. For Dubuque also facing, or giving some votes. They are a Iowa school in the American Rivers Conference as well. Central College, the Dutch at 16 votes there as well. And that pretty much wraps it up. If you're a Division Two fan, we gotta go for you. Grand Valley State, Angelino State, Shepard. Ochita or Ochita Baptist, Pittsburgh State, Ashland, Ferris State, Delta State, West Florida, and then Virginia Union—all from Grand Valley State down to Virginia Union—that was number one through ten. Wow, we're covering a lot of new people this week. Got to show, got to show some love. If you're a Midwest person, if I don't know the other Midwest schools, Northwest Missouri State—you are ranked 13th. Go Bearcats! So with that. It has been an hour and 21 minutes, which I I, I don't know why I always put the timestamps in there. I always find it funny that I do, which I know none of you care, but I think it's funny. If you made it this long, thank you. We appreciate your listens. We appreciate your listens even if you listen from minute one to minute 10. We appreciate you hopping on the podcast, The Covert Show. This is episode 41. Had the very special guest, Audrey Janine Chambers. She is now currently passed out in her big girl chair. But we do appreciate it. Please tell us if you guys want some more topics to talk about. If you want more guests on the show, please give us a heads up. If you guys definitely want some more topics besides sports, please let us know because we are always happy to bring it on. I knew that this show with Audrey was going to be kind of one of those where it bounces across the board because she's not the biggest sports fan, but she also just, we have a good conversation. And we wanted to start our own podcast as well. So this was a good trial run. But if you guys want us to talk about new topics, if you guys want new music recommendations, I know we got a direct message as well to try to get get out and respond to that. We will respond as hastily as possible with our busy schedules. But at the same time, if you guys got new stuff for us to listen to or anything, new topics otherwise, new stuff that you want to see on social media, please let us know. Just hit us up in the DMs. I know our 30 Instagram followers would love it. Um, Anybody else on the Facebook and the good old TikTok pages, we would greatly appreciate it. So with that further ado... I am Nick Kenricks and this has been number episode or number episode. This has been episode number 41 of the Covert show and we will see you guys next time.